This is the Old Radio Show's podcast. Mars Incorporated, makers of America's most enjoyable candy bars, present... Makers of the big new Mars bar welcome you to curtain time. Another capacity crowd fills the lobby tonight, and here, looking like a breath of spring, is the well-known man about town, your host, Patrick Allen. Good evening. Well, Mr. Allen, I understand the emphasis tonight is on comedy. It certainly is, Myron, but there's the overture, so we'd better hurry inside the theater for tonight's production of Curtain Time. Tickets, please? Thank you, sir. Seventh row center. Seat seven and eight. Thank you. Well, it's almost time for the play to begin, so let's glance at our program. Harry Elders, supported by the Curtain Time players, is starred tonight in The Little Liar by Pauline Hopkins. Mr. Elders plays the part of John Matthews, and in the absence of Nanette Sargent, Margaret Brayton is featured as his wife, Sandy. Curtain Time! There's the call for the first act of The Little Liar. The scene is the outside of a small specialty shop for women. It's rather cold and snow is falling. The door opens and a rather wide-eyed young woman goes inside. Hello, Jenny. Sandy, come in. Oh, my dear, it's so nice to see you. Oh, Jenny, I just couldn't walk by your shop. Not with that white bathing suit in the window. Mm, it is sweet, isn't it? Oh, it's beautiful. And I'm sure it's my size, too. But Sandy, dear, it's for resort wear. Even if you saved it until summer, all this town has to offer is Muddy Creek. That suit was meant for Florida. Oh, Florida, the warm sun, palm trees, oranges. How do you think I'd look in a suntan, Jenny? Sandy, you mean you're really going to Florida? Oh, just think, lying in the hot sun and then plunging into the cold water. Oh, Jenny, quick, I just got to see whether that white bathing suit And then Sandy, Mr. Douglas says. Oh, Johnny, me. please. John, he said, that white house up on the hill is on the market. Oh, dear, if you just let me tell you. You can sell that house for us, he said. It will mean a sweet little commission. So I said but to if him. You just listen. Mr. Douglas, I said, you can consider that white house sold. Oh, honey, please, you've got to listen to me. I'll have another cup of coffee, sweetheart. Oh, what I have to say is really important. <laughs> Sandy, I'm just teasing you. Go ahead, it's your turn. Well, uh, Johnny, hmm? if you happen to meet anyone, and if they happen to say to you, When's the little wife leaving for Florida? Florida? What are you talking about? Well, you see, there was this white bathing suit in the window of Jenny's shop. Oh, oh, you've been lying again. Why, Johnny? Listen, Sandy, I love you madly, and I know you don't mean to lie, but... Johnny, I don't really lie, do I? Well... That is not about important things. Well... I... I just heard start to dream, and before I know it, people think that I used to be a snake charmer, or... Or that I'm going to Florida for the winter. Oh, it's that darned imagination of yours, Sandy. Someday it'll get us into a real jam. Do you really think so? Yes. Now, look, Sandy, this is a wonderful town. Oh, I love it here. And I've got a good job with the Douglas Realty Company, and you've made our home very attractive. Oh, Johnny, you're so sweet. Everybody in town loves you, too, Sandy. It's a good life. Now, don't spoil it with those little lies of yours. 
I promise, John. You know, the next time it happens, stop and count ten, or, or, or take a deep breath, or... Or think of me, will you? All right, Johnny, I'll do it. Now, honestly, I will. All right. But in the meantime, if people ask you whether I'm going to Florida... I'll tell them there's not a word of truth in it. Oh, but, Johnny, then they'll think I'm a little liar. Well? Oh, now, dear, wait. I- I'll tell you exactly how it happened. I haven't got time now, Sandy. I've got to get busy and sell that white house up on the hill. Oh, but, Johnny, it was like this. Please, I... Sandy, spare me, will you? Just tell them the truth for a change. But I am. I'll see you tonight. Oh, wait, dear. I, I haven't wanna... time now, Sandy. I don't want to be late. But you didn't kiss me goodbye. I know I didn't. Why? Why? Why, Johnny? Oh, dear. Now, who in the world can that be? I'm coming. Sandy, what's the matter? Oh, hello, Dottie. What do you mean? Well, Johnny just rushed right by me. Oh, I'm sorry, Dottie. Come in. My dear, I just heard about your trip to Florida, and I dropped everything and rushed right over. Well, you see, everybody's so happy for you, Sandy. Well, I... Tell me, is John going with you? Oh, no, he's not. You mean you're going alone? Well, I mean, I... One, two, three, four... What in heaven's name are you doing? Dottie, I'm not going to Florida. You're not going? No. Uh, You see, it's like this. I was... One, two, three, four... Oh, Dottie, I can't go. You can't go. I mean, well, that is, I shouldn't go. A trip, well, it, it would be too much for me right now. You see, every once in a while lately, I I get dizzy. Dizzy? Yes. And, well, I've, I've always been sort of delicate, and so mm. I just thought I'd call off the trip. My darling. Uh, what? Sandy, now I understand. Well, it is. <laughs> Yes, it would be too tiring. My dear, you're very wise. You simply must take good care of yourself. Oh, Sandy, I'm so happy for you. Happy for me? Everyone in town will be thrilled. Because I'm not making the trip? Honestly, you little mink, keeping it to yourself. But I'm not... Well, I have to run along now, but I'll stop by this afternoon to see how you're feeling. Oh, I feel fine. That's our brave little Sandy. Goodbye, darling. Good, good, goodbye, Dottie. And remember, dear, take good care of yourself. I, I will. Mrs. Douglas. Oh, Mrs. Douglas, wait for me. I have the most exciting news. You want to see me, Mr. Douglas? Yes, John. Come in. Come in. Uh, yes, sir. Sit down, my boy. Sit right down. Well, uh, thanks. You know, Mr. Douglas, I've got a hot client for that white house. Fine, fine, but never mind that now. Of course, I can't understand why you're so anxious to make a little more money. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, sure, but... Uh, so you're going to have another mouth to feed, eh? Another mouth? There'll be a lot of expenses, too. Hospital, doctor... Uh, uh, wait a minute, Mr. Douglas. Now, I... don't start getting nervous already. <laughs> Have you uh, ordered cigars yet? Mr. Douglas, what in heaven's name are you... John, you can't keep it a secret any longer. But, uh... My wife phoned and told me all about it. It seems that Dottie found out from your wife, and you know Dottie. Holy smoke, that's what Sandy was trying to tell me. Mr. Douglas, i got to get home right away. But hold on, don't you want to know why I sent for you? But, Mr. Douglas, I... Beginning uh... this Friday, John, $5 will be added to your weekly paycheck. Uh, thanks, Mr. Douglas, but I've just got to get home to my wife. Well, I didn't even kiss her goodbye. <laughs> Sandy, Sandy, where are you? Oh, why, Johnny, what are you doing home so early? Oh, and those roses. Why, 
They're for you, darling. Oh, Sandy, sweetheart, come here. Johnny, you're hugging me so tightly, you're crushing the roses. <laughs> Let me put them in a vase. I should say not. Oh, but I... You're not going to lift one little finger, do you understand? Oh, but Johnny, Now, I... come on, you just sit right down. You shouldn't be on your feet any more than necessary. My feet are all right. Now, you sit here like a queen and give orders, see? And at night, I'll carry you up the stairs. I don't understand. You told Dottie, didn't you, sweetheart? And she told everyone in town. I just told Dottie that Oh, I... I don't care, Sandy. Honestly, I don't. Of course, I'd have preferred hearing the news from you, but that's not important. Johnny, I... Now, I... look, look. I'll see you about dinner. You just sit right here and rest. <laughs> Little mother. What? What did you call me? Little mother. Sounds great, doesn't it? Yes, but I... Now, don't you dare stir out of that chair. Little... Mother! Oh, golly! How am I ever going to get out of this one? The curtain falls on the first act of tonight's Curtain Time play, starring Harry Elders with Margaret Brayton. And now, Myron Wallace. The next time you are looking for a few moments of relaxation and enjoyment in the middle of a working day... May we suggest that you stop for a moment and treat yourself to the delightful taste of the big new 10-cent Mars bar. In each rich, luscious bite of this new candy treat, you enjoy the rare combination of extra-thick, specially-blended pure milk chocolate, crispy, fresh, whole toasted almonds, and a pure snow-white nougat center that is creamy, smooth, and rich. Altogether, the thick milk chocolate, crisp almonds, and soft nougat combine to make Mars the toasted almond bar truly one of the greatest of candy triumphs. When you feel like treating yourself to the finest quality candy bar of them all, just try a Mars bar. There's the call for the second act of The Little Lion, brought to you by the makers of the big new Mars bar. Sandy Matthews, who finds it hard to tell the truth, gets out of one difficulty by getting into another. Well, as a result, the whole town, including her husband, Johnny, thinks the Matthews are expecting a new member of the family. Well, now, a few days later, the Matthews are at home when the doorbell rings. Oh, I'll get it, darling. And don't you dare get up out of that chair. Oh, dear. This time I really did it. Hey, Sandy, wait till you see this. What? What is it now? Well, Mrs. Matthews, cast your eyes on this. A baby buggy? Uh-huh. With a card from Mr. Douglas. Oh, Johnny, I, I don't know what to say. Andy, do you realize that just about everybody in town has sent something? Yes, I, I know. And did you ever see so many flowers? Oh, but gosh, I've got to get back to my cooking. Now, you just sit there and look at the buggy, darling. Oh, dear me, if I just knew what to do. Now, Johnny, I'll get it this time. All right, Sandy, but don't tire yourself, sweetheart. Don't worry, I won't. Sandy, dear. Oh, Dottie. How are you feeling, darling? Oh, Dottie, come in, come in. Oh, look at the flowers. It's just like a hospital oh, room. Dottie, I've got to talk to you. Sandy, I'm going to have a shower for you. Oh, Real Dottie, soon. will you please listen or I'll go out of my mind. Oh, my dear. Everybody's sending gifts. And Mr. Douglas gave John a raise. And now, now Johnny's out in the kitchen frying liver. <laughs> oh, well, never mind, Sandy. You don't have to eat it if you don't feel up to it. Oh, but Dottie, it isn't. Now, Sandy, don't get upset. It's not good for you. But it isn't true. 
know about me. It's not... Oh, Daddy, I couldn't go to Florida. I mean, I wasn't going to Florida. Huh? That is, John wanted me to explain that I couldn't go to Florida, and I... Well, that's what made me dizzy. I, I mean, having to tell all those people that I... Oh, no, that isn't what made me dizzy either. Sandy, dear. Oh, it's my imagination, Daddy. I understand. But now John's got a raise and everything. I can't tell him the truth until I try to patch things up. Oh, but darling... Maybe, maybe if I can sell that White House for him, Mr. Douglas won't get mad at John when he finds out it isn't so. And My dear, that's just like you. Always trying to protect your husband. But, Daddy, I... As I told Mrs. Butler, she just moved to town. They say her husband has scared money. Well, as I said to her... Mrs. Butler? Yes, Mrs. Henry Butler. Where... Where are they staying? At the old Martin place for the time being. Oh, Daddy, thanks so much. Thanks. Yes, I'll tell John I want to take a nap, but I'll sneak out of the house and but then I'll... Be... Oh, Daddy, please, you've just got to break the news for me. The news? Tell everybody it was a mistake, and please, tell them to take back their presents. <laughs> Why, hello. Um, is Mrs. Butler home? I'm sorry, but she isn't. Can I help you? I'm Mr. Butler. Oh, well, I'm Sandy Matthews. That is, Mr. John Matthews. Oh, Mrs. Matthews. Come in, won't you? Oh, thank you. Oh, dear me, but this is a horrible place. I, I beg your pardon? Oh, the Martins always hated it. In fact, they couldn't wait to get out of it. Well, we find it very comfortable. Oh, it's better than nothing for a few weeks, but you can't stay longer than that. Why, the roof leaks just horribly. The roof? Leak? Oh, yes. And the basement. Why, we used to tease Ann Martin by saying, Ann, why don't you rent out the basement as a swimming pool? Yeah, that's news to me. Mr. Butler, I know just the place for you and your wife. Oh? You'll adore it. It's a big white house up on a hill. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Mrs. Matthews, but there's something important I must attend to at once. But you can't stay on here. The place is liable to fall apart any minute. Uh, come back some other time when my wife is but here. I'm, I'm sorry to rush you, Mrs. Matthews, but this is urgent. <laughs> Mr. Douglas? Well, it's about time you were getting here, John. Oh, Mr. Douglas, I can't stay. Sandy's home resting, and when I got your call, I rushed out without even telling her. Well, I don't... Rushed out without even telling her. Well, I don't see... I don't want her to finish getting dinner, because... Sit down, John, and cut the comedy. Comedy? You know what I mean, and I must say you're a lucky man, John. Well, sure, I'm lucky. Yes, indeed, having a wife like Sandy who'll put up with such treatment. With such treatment? First, you tell her she can go to Florida. I told her she could... Then you tell her she can go, and that she's got to cover up for it. Oh, but Mr. Douglas... John couldn't afford that trip. Mr. Douglas, I don't know what you're talking about. No? Well, Dolly saw my wife, and my wife was just yourself. What have I done? Why, you let me go ahead and give you a raise. Well, that's true. You told me there'd be three mouths to feed, and all the time there are only two. Your big mouth and... Oh, no, you, you you can't mean that. The whole town knows the truth now. So, maybe, maybe I'd better go home. You're darn right, and you should ask Sandy to forgive you. Mr. Douglas. Why, Mr. Butler. Mr. Douglas, I don't care if you are busy. You're going to see me. What's wrong, Mr. Butler? Oh, so you were here too, Matthews. And you had the nerve to... Look, you... Did you or did you not tell me the Martin house? Why, of course. And did you or did you not tell me it would stand up for five or six years without any repairs? Sure, I said that. Well, Mr. Matthews, your wife just told me the truth about that house. Oh, no, Mr. Butler, you didn't meet my wife. You see, she's... I oh. most certainly did. And you sold me that place under false pretenses. Ah, uh, Mr. Butler, I'm sure we can straighten this out. You bet we can. Matthews works for you, and so you are responsible for anything he told me. And he told me plenty in order to unload that house. But, Mr. Butler... You will I... return every penny I paid, or I'll blacken the name of this firm all over the country. All over the country. Uh, 
sir. Douglas. Young man, I'll do the talking. Yes, sir. Your private life is your own affair. If you force your wife to lie to everyone in town, if I force... that's your privilege. But when it comes to business and the good name of this firm... Believe me, Mr. Douglas. That's I... just it. I can't believe you anymore. John, you're fired. Fired? Yes, fired, and I'll tell you why. Why? Because you are, without a doubt, the biggest liar in town. <laughs> bring you the third act of tonight's Curtain Time play, starring Harry Elders with Margaret Brayton, here is Myron Wallace. The next time you feel that familiar craving for candy, that hunger that no ordinary food can satisfy, you can find the greatest satisfaction and enjoyment in the rare taste blend of the big new 10-cent Mars bar. For with each bite of Mars, the toasted almond bar, you are enjoying a rare flavor combination, an extra thick pure milk chocolate coating that is heaped high and packed with crunchy, fresh, whole toasted almonds, all over a soft, snow-white nougat center that is creamy, rich, and smooth. The very first time that you taste the big new Mars bar, you will know that you are enjoying one of the greatest of candy triumphs. For the finest quality candy bar of them all, just try a Mars bar. for the third act of The Little Liar, brought to you by the makers of the big new Mars Bar. Through a series of innocent but nevertheless effective falsehoods, Sandy Matthews got both herself and her husband Johnny in a jam. Well, in fact, Johnny has lost his job. And now, a short time after the close of Act Two, Johnny enters the front door of his home. Everything. But... Sandy, I warned you that someday your lies would get us into a real jam. Well, Johnny, you, you simply got to listen to me. I just happened to see that bathing suit in the window. I don't want to hear anything about bathing suits or baby buggies or houses. Houses? Look, you told Mr. Butler that the Martin place was falling apart, didn't you? Of course. I wanted to help you. You wanted to help me? Yes. I thought Mr. Butler would buy the White House on the hill. Oh, you did. And then I figured that maybe Mr. Douglas would let you keep the raise, even though... We don't need the baby buggy. Is that so? I just wanted Mr. Butler to give up running the Martin place. Sandy, the Martin place is in good condition. Otherwise, I wouldn't have sold it to Mr. Butler. Sold it? Yes, and thanks to you, he's now unsold on it. That's why I lost my job. You lost your job? I've been fired. Bounced. Oh, Johnny, what have I done? Sandy, here. Here are my keys. Keys to the house, the car. But I... And, oh, yes, this is the key to the White House on the hill. Give that to Mr. Douglas. Johnny, I don't understand. I'm going away, Sandy. Away? Yes. I'll manage to get a job someplace else where nobody knows me. But, darling, I... I'll send you money when I get some. I'm starting all over again, Sandy. Alone. But I... I can't live without you. I don't think you can live without me. Oh, Johnny, I promise. You I promised before. I know, but... Oh, you must despise me. No, oh, I... Oh, Johnny, you... You still love me, don't you? Sandy, it'll be a lot easier if we cut this short. I'll let you know where to send my things. Oh, all right. Goodbye, Sandy. Goodbye, Johnny. <laughs> Goodbye. Hello? Sandy, darling. 
Oh, Dottie. Is Joan back from his business trip yet? No. No, not yet. Dear me, he's been gone three weeks, hasn't he? But you see, John wrote and said that he... I mean, he didn't write, Dottie. He, he isn't going to write. Sandy, what do you mean? I mean, he left me. Because I'm such a little liar. Darling, you don't know what you're saying. Oh, yes, I do. And I'm never going to tell another lie. Not even a little white lie. But, but oh, Dottie, that won't bring Johnny back, no. <laughs> I give you a lift? Oh, I... No, no, thank you. I don't mind walking. Nonsense, my dear. Get in. Oh, but it's a lovely day, and I don't mind walking. Not a lovely day at all. It's going to rain. Now get in. Well, thank you. Yeah, that's better. Why, you've been crying, my dear, haven't you? Yes, guess so. Well, I sort of envy you. You envy me? Yes. Must be wonderful to be young enough to have something worth crying about. Nothing seems that serious when you get to be my age. Oh, dear. I wish I'd get to be your age real quick. Oh, heaven forbid. Uh, but uh, shall I take you home? Oh, no, no. I can't go back to that empty house. Maybe... Oh, just drop me here, please. Uh, up here on the hill? Yes, I, I still have the key to the White House over there. Very well. This is where you want to be dropped. Oh, goodness. Quite a large place, isn't it? Oh, yes. Very charming, too. Well, I think so, but... Oh, thanks for the lift. Uh, my dear, would you mind if I came inside with you? Well, I, I haven't moved my things oh, in yet. Yeah, that doesn't matter at all. Well, in that case, you'll come along. I knew you wouldn't mind. Besides, you're being very sweet to an old lady. Oh, I wouldn't say that. Really? I think it's an adorable house. Oh, so do I. I. I think... Oh, yes, that tree should come out. Hmm? That beautiful tree. Yes, it keeps the sunlight out of the living room. Well... Oh, how lovely. Mm -hmm, it is, isn't it? The entrance hall, of course, will look nicer when I have it repapered. Well, yes. Now, of course, here in the living room, well, I want that dark green. And over the mantel, I... Oh, dear. There I go again. Why, what's the matter? I don't live here. This is just a house for sale. Oh, <laughs> now, now, my dear. Don't cry. Just because... Oh, but don't you see? I've ruined my life with those lies. I've ruined my husband's life, too. Oh, I don't believe Why, that. I even told Mr. Butler... Mr. That Butler? Yes. I, I told him that the Martin place is a dump just because I wanted to sell this house to him so that Johnny wouldn't be mad at me for all the lies I told. Well, isn't the Martin place a dump? Oh, no. It's a good, substantial home. Of course, there are things that could be done to it. Yes. I imagine. Now, if I had that well, house... What would you do? Well, I'd, I'd tear down the wall between the dining room and the living room so that I'd have one great big room. Yes? Then I'd put a breakfast bar where the den is, and I... Oh, listen to me. <laughs> I have been. And I think you have quite an imagination. That's just a trouble. Oh, honestly. I wish... I wish I'd never seen that white baby Sandy, I can't stand to see a woman cry. I'm sorry, Mrs. Douglas. I've been crying for three weeks now. Uh, Sandy, haven't you heard from John at all? No. And when I do, it'll, it'll just be to tell me where to send the things. 
My, my, I just can't believe it. Oh, Mr. Douglas, I wanted you to know the truth, and I want everyone in town to know. I don't want them to keep on blaming Johnny. Well, of course not, but... Uh, <laughs> come in. Ah, Mr. Douglas. Why, Mr. Butler, what's the trouble now? I'm sorry to interrupt you, but... Oh, uh, that's quite all right, and... Uh, oh, uh, this is Mrs. Matthews. Yes, yes, we've met. And you met my wife, too, Mrs. Matthews. I did? Yes, she gave you a lift this afternoon. Oh, that nice lady. Yes, she thinks you're pretty nice, too. <laughs> and Douglas, Mrs. Matthews must be quite a salesman. Salesman? She sold my wife the idea of buying that white house on the hill. What? You mean I... you're not sore at us anymore? Oh, with all a misunderstanding, according to my wife. Oh, she's so sweet. We are buying the white house for our married daughter, Douglas. <laughs> Wonderful. And we'll keep and we'll keep the Martin place if Mrs. Matthews will help my wife fix it up. You will? Uh, suppose I drop in later and go over the details with you. Of course, of course. Whatever you say. Then I'll see you later. And uh, goodbye, Mrs. Matthews. Oh, goodbye, Mr. Butler. Darling man. Sandy, you write Johnny right away. Tell him there'll be a fat commission. But, Mr. Douglas, I don't know where to write him. You don't know where to... No, but... But if he writes me... You tell him to come back here as fast as he can and tell him that he's going to get a $10 a week raise instead of five. But he... He won't be interested, Mr. Douglas. He won't? No. Johnny doesn't want to come back to this town and... He doesn't want to come back to me. Hello, Sandy. Johnny! I've been sitting here on the front steps waiting for you. If I hadn't left my key with you. Oh. Sit down. Well, thanks. Look, Sandy. Yes? I... Well, I... I had to come back. Sandy, I don't give a darn about my job or your little lies. I love you. Oh, darling. May, may I come back? Oh, Johnny, listen, listen. You still have your job. That doesn't matter. But it does. Oh, listen, dear. You listen, Mr. Matthews. You're going back to work. And you're also going to ask Mr. Douglas to... to give us back that baby buggy. Uh, baby buggy? Do you mean that... I do. Well, for Pete's sake, why are we sitting here? Sandy, you've got to go inside. You've got to rest. No, no, Johnny, just a minute. There's one more thing I've got to tell you. One more? You mean twins? Uh, <laughs> no. I mean, I'll never tell another lie, no matter what happens. Oh, gosh, Sandy. Just tell me that you love me. Oh, Johnny, you've got to believe me. I've learned my lesson. Come on. Tell me you love me. Oh, Johnny, I do love you. You're the most handsome, the most wonderful... The most magnificent man in the whole world. <laughs> you little liar. <laughs> the curtain falls on the last time. Another curtain time play. Brought to you by the makers of the big new Mars Bar. Tonight, curtain time starred Harry Elder. And in the absence of Nanette Sargent, featured Margaret Brayton. Next Saturday, Curtain Time will present a comedy romance entitled, Two Loves Have I. And now, I'll join this gay theater crowd as it leaves the merchandise mart. Many on their way to the exciting after-theater spots here in Chicago. Until next week, then, this is Patrick Allen, reminding you of your date every Saturday, same time, same station, when the makers of the big new Mars Bar present... Good night!
Monday night, be sure to hear Dr. I.Q., the metal banker. And next Saturday, be with us again for Curtain Time. Remember, for the finest quality candy bar of them all, just try a Mars bar. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.